Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. On a recent edition of the Electronic Cottage, we mentioned that it was, at that time, Fair Use Week in the United States, and we discussed how fair use provides some balance for users within our system of copyright law. That program is on the WERU Public Affairs Archive at www.weru.org if you'd like to re-listen. Today, we have some good news for those who may be looking on the web to find images that they can use to create something new. The Smithsonian has just released over 2.8 million images in 2D and 3D formats under a CC0 designation on the Smithsonian Open Access website. CC0 stands for a Creative Commons Zero designation, which means that the materials have been dedicated to the public domain so that anyone can freely use those materials in any way they want for any purpose they want. From the Smithsonian Open Access website, quote, Welcome to Smithsonian Open Access where you can download, share, and reuse millions of the Smithsonian's images, right now, without asking. With new platforms and tools, you have easier access to nearly 3 million 2D and 3D digital items from our collections, with many more to come. This includes images and data from across the Smithsonian's 19 museums, nine research centers, libraries, archives, and the National Zoo." End quote. Well, that is pretty cool. And it got us thinking about how to find other materials on the web that folks can use for free with minimal restrictions, or, in the case of the public domain, with no restrictions at all. First, a quick word about the public domain. The public domain is just what it sounds like an area in which materials are available for anyone to use in any way that they please. The public domain, as you may recall from earlier programs, is where copyrighted works go after the limited times exclusive rights given to copyrighted works or to patented works under Article 1, Section 8 of our Constitution. In the U.S., at present, anything published before 1925 is in the public domain as is any patent over 20 years old. But there's another way that works can enter the public domain as well. The creator of a work may decide to dedicate something that they've created to the public domain. Oddly, there's no actual way under current U.S. law to do that, even if you want to. Current U.S. law says that a creative work is automatically copyrighted as soon as it's put into a, quote, tangible form, which could be on the back of a napkin, or on an audio tape, or even, courts have ruled, on a computer hard drive. The Creative Commons organization stepped in to provide a way for creators, or in the case of the Smithsonian, curators or conservators of materials, to specifically say that it's their intent that their materials be dedicated to the public domain so that anyone can use them. While there are no limits at all on what can be done with material in the public domain, there are other ways that creators can make things they have created widely available while still maintaining some conditions on how those materials are used. 
Say that a person is an aspiring musician or composer and is more interested in having their music be heard and propagated than in totally controlling how their music is distributed. Grateful Dead, anyone? Enter the, quote, some rights reserved copyright license, of which the most widespread example today is a Creative Commons license. These licenses accomplish two things. They allow a copyright holder to choose under what circumstances he or she will allow others to use that work, and they allow users to know that they have permission to use a copyrighted work as long as they adhere to the conditions of, in this case, the Creative Commons license. A user doesn't have to seek permission because the copyright owner has already given permission. Sometimes all the creator, who is the copyright owner as well, wishes to do is to be sure that people know who created the song or the image or whatever, but has no real interest in generating money from the work. Sometimes the creator says that we can do anything we want with the work as long as the use is non-commercial. And sometimes, as in the case of the Smithsonian, the desire is to place a work in the public domain. If you're interested in taking a look at the various types of licenses that creators can use and that users can take advantage of, go to www.creativecommons.org and click on Share Your Work to get a full explanation of how the licenses work. And while you're there, note that there's a search engine on the site that makes over 300 million images and lots of music and other material available for any of us to use under one or another of the Creative Commons, quote, some rights reserved licenses. That is also pretty cool. But that Creative Commons search engine is not the only search engine that allows us to find materials that we can use or reuse in our own creations. If you're someone who uses Google as your general search engine, when you go to google.com, click on Settings down in the corner of the page and then on Advanced Search. One of the criteria you can search by is, quote, Usage Rights, a drop-down menu that provides different levels of use without specifically asking a copyright holder for permission to use a work. And, by the way, in the U.S., the federal government is not allowed to hold copyright at all. After all, we taxpayers are the ones who pay for the information that the federal government generates. So we can use anything the federal government creates as we see fit. And that is a lot of material. That is not necessarily true of state governments, by the way, though it should be. So, while much of the material on the web is copyrighted, there are still treasures that we can use as we see fit, whether they're part of the public domain, as this giant collection recently made available by the Smithsonian, or available under generous use licenses, such as those developed by the Creative Commons. While we need to be aware of copyright law and respect copyright owners' rights, there are a lot of materials we can use to create new works of our own. And we'll keep on discussing ways to find those materials right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.